welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Spirit-filled Word by David Entry. A time to hear God's Word is a time to be visited. May you receive a visitation as you listen to this message. Be blessed. What to do to maximize the season? God, this season is just going to work. It's, 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 it's a season already working for some people. What must you do to maximize the atmosphere? There are some people who have connections in government in some nations, including us. Connections and stuff like that. During the lockdown, the corona pandemic, they maximize the season. We came out of the lockdown. Some of them were billionaires. Others were millionaires. Others have bought plenty houses. Some have bought very expensive Porsche cars. They had a lot of opportunities because they knew that this is time we, I have to maximize this season. Today is day number five. You got to, because God, you know, when it comes to certain times, certain seasons, it's like, let me use this word in a, in a lighter sense, like amnesty hour. Some of us, the things that are following us and the things we have done, you some things are meant to work against you, and you are not qualified for certain things from God. But I see an open window. You know, when you when you have a friend or you know someone who is a businessman, business people always do deals. I mean, talk, I'm talking a proper business proper business. They do deals and contracts and then they will tell you, we are closing a deal. (laughs) This season, every evening when you are coming, come to close a deal. What you are dealing with has a spiritual root. And we need to, an atmosphere like that, you need to Shift, take advantage. And because your prayer life is low. You know it. You don't pray at all. You don't read your Bible at all. Much of your time is spent taking pictures to post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You want people to feel you are very successful, but you know you are not. All what we see on Instagram is all your best clothes. Everything. That's, after that, there's nothing else. There's nothing there. <laughs> so, you don't have time to pray. You don't have time to read your Bible. Recently, you bought it. Sometimes you bought a Bible. You planned that I'm going to read it. You have you have made it wet with sweat, sleeping sweat, and gastric juice from your mouth when you are sleeping. Some of the pages are torn because you don't know why. You have good intentions, but you are struggling. You can't pray. When you want to pray, it's like they've put speakers on your head and it's heavy. You can't move yourself. And so, but what you are dealing with is calling for prayer. And so when we have got this open window of constant atmosphere, and what I like, it is not normal church. This is a prophetic atmosphere. 
It's a prophetic atmosphere. You have to take and seize the opportunity and close a deal before it closes. Every evening, you have to come and close a deal. Close a deal on your education. Close a deal on your son. Close a deal on your daughter. Close a deal on your marriage. Close a deal on your health. Close a deal on your ministry. Close a deal on, on, on your finances. You have to come and close a deal. Every evening when you are coming, you don't have to behave like everybody. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't have to be because you are on a mission. You don't come and sit here because they say come to church. No. You are coming because there's a deal. And by the time you are going every day, Hallelujah. That's what my song will be. Hey! That's what my song will be. As I came here, I stood here, I started praying. The Lord said, Okay, you prayed enough. I'm talking to you. Write it down and deliver it to my people. Maximizing the moment. So many deals must be closed. When you look at your mother's health, you have to close the deal here. When you look at the doctor's report in your family, your family is dealing with a one funny, unwanted, unpleasant doctor's report. This is not when you have to take anything lightly. God will come and close the deal. How do you maximize the moment? Number one. In this season, fortification. Someone say fortification. What does that mean? The Bible talks about how Jacob was about to die in Genesis chapter um, 48 and 49. And he strengthened himself. He said, I have not blessed the people. He strengthened himself, leaned on his staff. And he said, bring me them. Let me speak a blessing over their lives. You have to strengthen yourself. Watch this. In a season like this, and Jacob was told, look, the sons of Joseph are coming to you. And Israel strengthened himself and sat on the, on the bed. He was weak. But he said, this thing is a deal I have to close. So he strengthened himself. Sister, bro, we are fasting. Strengthen yourself to go through the fasting. You'll be hungry. But strengthen yourself. You'll be, sometimes reading your Bible is not normal. You got to, you have to make yourself do it. Because you see, as you read your Bible and you pray in times like this, what's happening is you're actually fortifying your spiritual man to be able to do the things you have to do. So read your Bible, find a way, get something in. When someone is sick and they don't want to, sometimes they say, please, just a little. You let a little go in. Let, let try. Because you're about to take medication, you need some. But when I take it, then I, I'm throwing up, I'm sick, everything comes. I've said, don't worry. You let something go in, and if it comes back, that's okay, but let something go in. Now, that's the same approach you have to take with your prayer, personal prayer life and Bible study. Try, just let something, let something, because that's the only way you can strengthen yourself. Because this thing is no mental thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. Other than that, you'll be coming here, we are praying, and all you're busy is watching people... Yeah, it's like, wow, this people can't play. You, you, can't, you can't connect. You can't connect. 
When we are singing, you also, I, I like this song. But you know what? The thing hasn't entered your spirit. When people are catching, they are shaking, you are just watching. Wow. Hey, something's happy here. Hey. Wow, this pastor is powerful, you know. <laughs> By you, everything is going over your head. Because your spirit man is not in a good shape. It's not in a good shape. So you have to. I know your work schedule can be very funny. I know your domestic life can be very, very unfriendly. And if, in fact, unhelpful. Or it's not helpful when it comes to spiritual activities, your domestic life, because you live with five other siblings in one room. And every time people are fighting and they, so you, you are, this is condition. But you have to find a way. Find a way. They said they are sleeping. You can't use the light. So maybe just go into the toilet. So you can use that to get some word in. You have to find a way to get it done. That's the only way you can strengthen yourself. Israel strengthened himself because the hour, this hour, something must happen. Strengthen yourself. Number two, you have to, listen, you can't receive anything from God without faith. Faith. Obedience must be prompt. What is God telling you to do? Don't say, I'll do it later. Take some steps of faith. Walk by faith. Engage your faith. This fasting, engage your faith. Engage your faith. Be a man of faith. Be a woman of faith. Bible calls Stephen. He was a man full of the Holy Ghost. You have to be a man of faith. You have to be a man of faith. A woman of faith. Say faith. faith. A man full of faith. He was, when you cut him, faith will flow. He was full of faith. When you push him, instead of saying, ouch, you said, thank you, Jesus. Faith will be talking. You must be a woman, a man full of faith. But you see, you can't do that if you are not strengthened. That's why you have to take some energy. Your energy tablets, the, the word of God. Energy tablets and prayer. Just taking some, your capsules every day. Just taking some capsules. And then, then you have energy to dare. But you have to know that in this season, faithlessness will cost you a lot. Faithlessness will cost you a lot. So act by faith. Step out in faith. Obey by faith. Have a faith mindset. Your mind is faith. Bible says that they forsook Egypt by faith. They forsook. They can't be bothered because they know. They are laughing at you. Don't, don't worry. When they, this, this, I don't understand. Since I got born again, no one has been able to ridicule my Christianity. Ah, you can't. When you are ridiculing me, I feel so sorry for your stupidness. <laughs> I actually see you are so stupid. You can't see that this is a good thing to do. You ridicule. You can't ridicule me for me to feel bad. From the time we go on again in public, in town, in on the market, everywhere we go, making noise for Jesus because we are so confident in this thing. You can't intimidate me and say, "Feel sorry for me. This thing I doing it didn't go anywhere." Are you sure? You rather what you are saying? I feel so sorry for how you are blind and you are so lost. So, you must be a woman of faith. 
They are telling you that that's for this marriage. Others are getting married. Know that. Hallelujah. That's what my song will be. That's what my song will be. That's what my song will be. And then, so, if you are going to walk by faith, it means that you will, you will never run out of strength. Do you understand? Because the one of, the, a person of faith has spiritual strength or spiritual tenacity. So you can, you can do things that you have to do. You can take steps you have to take. So you can act how you have to act. And sometimes you become very bold when you, are, you have faith. You are bold. You can talk back. You need faith. Number three, this is very important. You need focus. In times like this, don't be distracted by too many things going on. Stay focused. Stay focused. Focus being focused means that you are also intense. You, you are you you are, you are getting very intense. When we come and we have been praying, some people never pray. That's when they go to toilet a lot. So stay focused. When we come, we are praying. Sometimes ignore others. And stay focused and pray and pray. That's why sometimes standing at the altar is even better. Standing at the altar, kneeling at the altar, or facing the wall, it, 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 it limits distractions. So focus. Stay focused. We are fasting. Stay focused. Stay focused. Someone say focused. Number one is what? Number two. Number three. Number four, this is so crucial. I realize a lot of people run out of very quickly. It's what is called consistency. Consistency. Some people are here today. Tomorrow we know we will not see you. You. I'm talking to you. We won't see you because you don't do consistency. In a time of fasting, you have scheduled dinner with your schoolmates. Even if it is your birthday, looking at the criticality of your condition, even if it's your birthday, don't go for dinner. You have prayer. Come and seal a deal. Sometimes, because of the nature and the criticality of the season and the conditions in your life, you have to ignore something so you can stay consistent. So you can stay consistent. Consistently coming early. Some people, they consistently will come late. And then they are looking for seats for them. <laughs> Consistency. We are praying every day. As much as you can. Make sure, come, come. Come out. When I tell people, will you come? I will try. You, with your condition, you try. Listen. This thing, it just works. It just, the problem is people, people are not taught. Or people are not conscious. So they just go with the flow. No, no, this time, you have to be intentional and stay consistent. When people are telling you, can, can you just, you know, every time you go and pick her, or you go and meet him, you come late. Leave her. Let her find a way. Leave her. And she will tell you, you are not a good friend. No problem. When, I'm telling you, when you are doing well, your friends are happy to be your friends. Your friend, oh, I'm telling you. But when you don't do well, they will start to exclude you. 
Yeah. They will start to exclude you. You go to places. You find, you find that they didn't call you. They, were, they said one of your friends is their birthday. And they are going. And it's not like when unbelievers exclude you, it's okay. Because they don't like your preaching. So that's fine. But this is not like um, they are even in church. Yeah, your friend, they all meet. This time they've left you out. Why? Because every time they go, they have to pay for you. <laughs> and as soon as you realize they've gone again, they didn't invite you, you know why. So, someone say consistency. And then, number five. Oh, I like number five. You have to be guarded. So, guardedness. Guardedness. You have to be guarded. Because some things will try and distract you. Already, as soon as you started the fasting, something was trying to get your attention. Why is it that as soon as you started the fast, there have been distractions? As soon as you started the fast, something started coming to distract you. As soon as the fasting started, that is when your boss, the one who secured the job for you, said that it is their send off that. The, the, the time, why is this send off this time? And it's not nice if you don't go because this guy has been helpful to you for once. Just sometimes close your eyes, don't go. Because it's a spirit. I'm telling you, you are being distracted by something. So you have to be guarded. Watch, be alert. What is trying to? Because sometimes, why is it that this is the time your wife is picking quarrel with you? Why is the time? Why is it, this is the time your husband is picking a quarrel with you over banana? <laughs> ah, I'm telling you, I've discovered most times when a husband and wife are trying for a baby, the most fertile season, if there's a spiritual battle. The most fetters is a day from some freezing something over pizza. They, they start arguing. Yeah. And for one week, they are not in good terms, so they can't come together. Until the season passes and they are flowing so romantically, nicely. But that time is not fetter. You fire, it doesn't work. It nothing works. So I normally tell them, watch out, because you are fighting a spiritual battle. And Satan knows what button to press to distract you, to upset you. So you have to be guarded. Watch out. Some invitations don't respond to. Some messages don't, don't respond to. We have finished the fasting. Yes. Don't see it. Intentionally, don't see it. So when you have, if you have to be guarded, one area, three areas you have to be guarded. Number one, your worst. Your worst. Don't be speaking some words. Don't be speaking for some words. Watch your language. Because... You can't maximize a divinely given moment, prophetic moment, with careless words. No! Satan will push you to say what you are not supposed to say. Either saying it concerning your condition, concerning about you, how you, sometimes, how you feel. Me, I say my mind, the way I feel, I have to say it. I feel so down. I don't even think this thing is working. After coming to say, Hallelujah! You go out and say this thing, I don't think it will even work. Forget it. It will obey your, that statement is what you will have. Jesus said, you shall have whatsoever you say it. 
Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Anything you say, anything, whatsoever means anything as you say it. You, not what the doctor says, what you say. You shall have it. So you have to be guarded with your words. Or sometimes comments you are passing about key things in church. Oh, this prayer is too long. Be careful. You have to be guarded with your language. Especially, especially with people who are not sensitive and pursuing what you are pursuing. So your cousin, your sister, your brother, you know, it's a weak, she also says she attends church. But their church is almost like disco. All they talk about is money. And boys and girls. The season means that you have to be extra alert. Because Satan will try and use any window of opportunity. He waited when Jesus was hungry. And he said, turn stone into bread. Turn stone into bread. Because he was appealing to the hunger of Jesus. Turn stone into bread. On condition that you are a son of God. You have to prove anything. So watch your words. Number two, watch your thoughts. The way you are thinking. The way. Sometimes some things will be coming on your mind. On your mind. Cast it out. Bible says you can cast down imaginations. Second Corinthians chapter 10. You can cast down image from verse 5. You can cast down imaginations. Ideas that are coming. You can cast them down. So you have to watch your thoughts. It says that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, whatever is, is good of say, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any uh, virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate. And if there's anything, uh, any praise, think on these things. Think. Guard your thoughts. The way you are thinking will begin to manifest. So God, it can it can it can invade your prayer life. The things that have been on your mind, on your mind. So that means that you have to be careful even who you engage in conversations. Yeah, you have to be careful who you engage. Your, and then the third thing is exposure, which also is association. What you expose yourself to will determine what psychological, emotional, spiritual, internal battles you have to fight. What you're exposing yourself to. Don't expose yourself to some movies or Netflix. So suspend your account for this fasting period because it's been one of your weak, weak areas. I'm not saying Netflix is evil, but you, so long as you are concerned, it will distract you. It will distract you. So suspend something so you can focus in praying watch your exposure, what you are giving to your eyes, what you are giving to your ears. I don't understand how you are believing God for supernatural intervention and the music you've been playing in your house, in your car, is, is not holy. Why do you expose yourself to that, especially in a season like this? In a season like this. Switch off some of the radio, FM, whatever. Because they won't play anything that will be edifying. I mean, that's their station. They are station, uh, is it, some of the station, is it vibe and choice and all those things. They play the songs that you might not need at this season. You might not need at this season. So it's very important. Then number six, sensitivity. Be sensitive. Because 
in this season like this, the Holy Spirit will be speaking to you. The Holy Spirit will be speaking to you. When we came here already, some of, some of you, you've heard the voice of God. And sometimes it tells you, do this, do this, do this, watch this, watch it, don't do that, don't do that. Sensitivity. So, number one is fortification. Number two, faith. Number three, focus. Number four, consistency. Consistency means continuity. Continue in the prayer. Every day, keep coming. And don't stop the fasting too. Unless it's on some serious medical concerns. But consistency, guardedness, sensitivity, and then the, let me add the last two, expectation. Expect, expect. That's when you sing, that's what my song will be. That's what my song will be. It's an expectation. That's what my song will be. So someone say expectation. Expect that God will do something. But you know what I like about prophetic atmosphere? Some of you, the expectation is rising. You just have a gut feeling that something has changed. In fact, you'll be, you'll be surprised if it doesn't happen. You'll be surprised. Some people will be surprised when it happens. But you, you'll actually be surprised if, if that breakthrough doesn't happen. Because it's a glorious season. And then finally, eight points, finally, lift praise. Raise praise. Raise praise. Sometimes, if you have a car, if you have uh, those sports things, yes, blast if you are not listening to some um, preaching, not the preachings that will be. Then blast some praise in your ears. Blast it. You're on the bus and you are going like this. Hallelujah. You have to have a shameless audacity. If some people can kiss on the bus, yeah, why can't I blow in tongues? Shadabataya kaba, shadaba. You are they are listening to messages. Jesus, thank you, Hallelujah. And when you see someone looking at you, you to look at them. Shadaba, shakadaba, rabataka, dabara. Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, listen, I'm telling you things I've done. When you speak in tongues and someone looks at you and you look timid, they think there's something wrong. But when you look serious and you look at them, she can. <laughs> they say, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but stay consistent and lift up praise. You are sitting anywhere, you are at home. Lift up praise. Sometimes some praise songs will come in your heart. Nowadays, because of electronic media, it's easy to get some songs. Look for it. Play it. Play it. When the address comes, wait and click it. Let the address pass. And, uh, play it. Because you need it. Keep yourself charged and fervent. That's how I might not teach this again. Normally, this kind of teaching is credit of it. God laid on my heart as I came here. I started praying the heavens open. God started laying this and I wrote them down. Maximizing the moment. Because we are, we are, we have a window of opportunity. You know, there are times they said, if you want to apply for something, apply for a particular job, a loan or something, or want to buy the mortgage, the government has given 
grants and I'm, this is the time. Do it now. I'm telling you, heaven has given somebody a window of opportunity. Seal the deal on your marriage. When you come to church and we are saying, screaming amen, we are praying, get intense. Some of you are so gentle to your head. And you know you are not really gentle. But just that you don't, you have, you don't have fervency. Your heart is not burning for God. That's why you come to church. You find it difficult to flow. Oh, I'm shy. I'm quiet. You are not quiet. It depends on where your excitement is. It depends on where your excitement is. And then when we start getting our testimony, you want our testimony, but you don't want our, uh, our prayer, our passion. I, I, you don't want our practices. Nothing gets done in the kingdom without passion. You need passion. So when you come, that's intense. Get, get, get intense. When we start praying, pray till you sweat. You have to sweat praying. So Jesus was sweat. He sweat like blood. Prayer. Sweat. It's about time you start posting how you can constantly join the fasting. Consistent. You can't keep going. You can't keep going. And see if miracles and testimonies won't fall on your lap. Shout amen. amen. Ezra chapter 8, verse 22. It says that for I was I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way. Why? Because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all them, all them for good that seek him. Who gets the hand of God to be upon him? Those who seek him. The hand of God. If the hand of God is upon you, the hand of God will help you against the enemy. What's our prayer? Lord, I seek your face. Let your hand come upon me. Anyone who takes you on has made a mistake because the hand of God is upon you. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. The best thing that can happen to you is being exposed to the Word of God. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Karis Church on YouTube. You can also find more information about Karis Church and our upcoming services by visiting karis.org. Be blessed.